Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 117, Warrior Balance Flow. So this is all about balance, of standing balances of all variety, including Warrior 3 and Tree Pose and all that good stuff. And it's about using your foot intelligently all the way up the chain uh, into your outer hip and glute. So we have a lot of strength focus in this practice, but you get a full practice. Uh, You get to enjoy that. You get to move. You get to hop. You get to do all sorts of fun stuff. What you need is a strap and a brick. And for the end, we'll do a shavasana that includes a bolster and a blanket, as well as some fun with a tennis ball or anything like that. So that's what you need. All right. So get to it. Enjoy. I feel like I don't want to interrupt you all. You look so peaceful. But I will. Um, So we'll start lying down. Knees bent. Make sure before you get totally settled that your strap is very close by. And you, you may enjoy having that blanket folded behind your head if your head tends to tilt a little bit back as you lie down. Because we're all about comfort, at least at this moment. That might shift a little bit as we try harder things. So firstly, you're here... So you can close your eyes or look at the ceiling. You can take a few breaths in and out. And remind yourself why it is you practice. What brought you here? And then decide based on how you're feeling how you're going to interact with that reason, reason how hard you'll push or not, and form a little deal with yourself so you can practice in a way that serves and supports your needs. Another breath or two, just seal that in. And then we'll begin, very simple. Hug your right knee in towards your chest. Circle the right thigh around within the hip socket. Notice that the body might sort of rock and roll and respond. Try to keep movement limited to thigh and hip socket. Circle the other way if you haven't already. And then... Bring that foot down, breathe in and out, and pause. Not the most, you know, maybe flashy and exciting beginning, but this is our process of starting to feel the body. Hug the left knee in. Circle the thigh around in the hip socket. Get a sense of the movement that is possible there without manipulating the whole body. Circle the other way. And then bring that foot down, breathe in and out. Make sure both feet are on the floor, both knees bent. 
Grab your strap. If you don't have one, put one hand in the air. I'll bring you one. <laughs> strap your right foot and straighten your right leg up towards the ceiling. Strap around the ball of the right foot. And don't worry about metal buckles or loops. Flex the right foot. Point the right foot. And go back and forth with your breath, pointing and flexing. Getting used to movement at the ankle. Good. Once more. And then keep the foot flexed. Press up through the right heel towards the ceiling. And if you want to, lengthen the left leg away on the floor. As you stay, make sure shoulders are down, teeth are parted. You find an intensity that suits you today. A little detail. Look at the direction your kneecap is pointing. Okay. Sometimes it's obscured by beautiful legging, but try to get a sense of where your kneecap is. Sometimes it points a little in. See if it can point more straight back behind you. So it's a subtle external rotation of the leg. Okay. And we'll keep playing with that detail. All right, hug the knee in, remove the strap. Strap the ball of the left foot. Straighten the left leg up towards the ceiling. Keep the right knee bent for now. Flex the foot, point the foot. And just go back and forth slowly, starting to feel that the ankle joint moves. And you can be in charge of that. And that also will bring you down into the back of the calf and lower leg. And then keep the foot flexed. Reach the right leg away if you'd like. There's a firm push up through the left heel. And then you can look at the kneecap direction. Often it points a little bit into center, which is, you know, it's fine in the grand scheme of things. But we're going to play with that a little bit today. See if that kneecap can point just straight back. Not a huge external rotation of the leg. Just subtle. Let's see what that shifts, if anything. Breath or two. Release the leg, strap to the floor. Hug both knees in towards your chest. Hold the right knee in the right hand, left knee in the left hand. Circle the knees out so they're in opposite directions and in. So you're sort of just stirring around now with both legs. Stir around the other way. And then hug the knees in. So they're wide as they come in and they stay put. And everyone will have a different wide. Find the width of knee that suits you to get the legs really close in with a lot of spread across your back. Stay there or reach up for happy baby, holding the big toes or the ankle or the shin. Probably holding on the inside of the leg, more mobile elbows on outside of knee bending down. However you're holding, push against the hands and hands pull back. And see if you could wrap your head around this detail. The thigh bone, where it meets the hip, get it in deep. Thigh bone roots back into the hip socket. And if that makes no sense, just sort of bring your awareness there and breathe there. Thigh bone inserts into the hip socket. 
One more. Okay. Release, just hug the knees in lightly. Breathe into your back. And then roll into your side, come up to all fours position. If you came in late and your mat isn't where you want it to be, move it, move with what's around you. And then once you're ready to go, come into downward facing dog. On your own, a few breaths, whatever wiggles you need to get out, whatever you need to establish in your hands and your feet. I really encourage and invite you to play with the width of your feet and the width of your hands. Different days will have different experiences, so it doesn't always have to be the same thing. And then stay settled in a down dog that's going to work for you in this moment. Look back first at your feet. There is a crease potentially where the shin bones meet the top of the foot. Deepen that crease, like the ankle joints getting deeper into that position as heel bones go backwards. So we're deepening the ankle crease. Inhale, lift the heels, lift the hips. So you open up that crease. Exhale, deepen that crease. Heel bones go backwards. Do that twice more. Inhale, lift. Exhale, press. One more. Lift. Press. Good. Come forward to plank pose for a moment. Drop your knees, roll into your belly. Reach the arms back. Lift the arms and the chest first for locust. Then if you're interested in lifting your legs today, as you lift your legs, heels together, toes apart. If that's too much on your back, same sort of shape, just heels don't touch. Or don't do that and big toes touch. But there's a firmness to back of thigh and butt as you lift the legs. One more breath, getting used to that locust. And then come back down, lift up to all fours, and then to downward facing dog. We've looked at our feet already in down dog. Now look at your wonderful kneecaps. Kneecaps, in this pose, they will turn in, and again, that's totally fine. For today, experiment with that subtle external rotation of legs so that kneecaps face more forward than in. Combine that with a sense that your legs are spreading apart from each other. Sometimes we squeeze in today a sense that your legs are spreading apart from each other. If that hurts your back, don't do it. So let it be. All right. Walk yourself forward, standing forward full. Again, experiment with foot width until you have a happy fold. You can bend your knees a little bit, a lot, or none at all to find a release of back. And then look at your feet with hands on the ground or whatever they can touch. Listen first. You're not going to lift anything. You're just going to shift weight. Shift weight more to the pinky toe edge of foot. So maybe there's a subtle lift of inner arch. Then do the reverse. Shift weight more to the big toe side of foot. And then on your own, just sort of go side to side, inside and outside of foot. 
until you know your arches are awake and alive as best as they can be in your body today. And then with hands on ground, we combine all those things. Press down firmly through the big toe side of the foot, especially heel, base of big toe. Keep that. Also press down pinky toe side of foot, especially base of pinky toe, center of heel. Keep all of that cooking. Hands to your shins, come up halfway and inhale. Fold down, round. Inhale, rise all the way up. Arms forward and up so you don't hit anybody. Hands release by your side. Keep the feet working. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold. Halfway up and inhale. Just fold, exhale. Inhale, rise all the way up. Hands come down. Good. We add to this. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold. Halfway up. Hands down, right leg back, and the knee drops. Inhale, raise the arms up. Use that front foot firmly. Hands down, plank pose. Take a breath in plank. Drop your knees, roll to your belly as you did before. Reach the arms back, lift up locusts as you did before with that butt firmness. Come down and back, downward facing dog. For a moment, think about that ankle depth, that turn of kneecap, experiment with it. Inhale the right leg slowly into the air. Exhale, step the foot through, drop the back knee. Use the front foot as you raise the arms up in your lunge. Hands down and step forwards. Halfway up and inhale, active back. Fold and round. Rise all the way up, mild back bend. Don't forget about the foot action. Hands release. One more. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold. Halfway up. Left leg back and the knee drops. Inhale, raise the arms. Hands down, plank. A breath in plank. Drop your knees, roll down for now. Reach the arms back, lift up locust with the firmness back of thigh. Come down and back, downward facing dog. Watch your kneecaps, watch your feet. <clears throat> Inhale the left leg up into the air. Exhale, step through, drop the back knee. Raise the arms up on inhale. Hands down and step forwards. Halfway up. Exhale, round and fold. Inhale all the way up, mild back bend. Hands come down. Hands on hips, feet set for chair pose with a little width. Breathe in. Exhale, hands stay put, sit into chair. Look down at your feet. Shift the weight to the outside of the foot and then the inside of the foot simultaneously. Hands go to outside of thigh. Press thigh into hand 
hand into thigh so legs are awake. Keep that, add your arms, inhale them up. If you're happy with your intensity, stay put. If you want more, sit lower. If you want less, sit higher. But manage the weight in your feet and the energy in your thighs. Another breath. Fold down, round. Halfway up, inhale. Walk to plank pose. Shift plank a little forward on inhale. Everybody drops their knees. Superb half chaturanga forward and down. Cobra pose, hands under shoulders or further back. Up and back, downward facing dog. I'm not preventing you from doing full chaturanga. I'm helping you do other things that build strength in other ways. Inhale the right leg up into the air. Balance out the hips. Left leg is still doing down dog as well as it was before. Step through high lunge, hands on hips. Decide if you're happy with where you are. If you want more, back foot goes further back. If you want less, back foot comes in. Right hand, as it did in chair pose, goes to the outside of the right thigh. Press thigh into hand, hand into thigh. With your right thumb, come into the hip crease of the right leg. Guide the thigh bone in or create that sensation. Left hand, left bum. Excitingly, feel your bum squeeze. Keep that. Inhale the arms right on up, straight on up. If you want a little more intensity, hips drop lower as you simultaneously reach higher and maybe back bend. As you challenge yourself, front foot will wobble. Work with it. Breathe in rhythm. Manage the right thigh and left butt squeeze. Hands down, step to plank pose. Shift weight a little forward. Everyone for now drops their knees. Really clean, half chaturanga, tricep press down. Into cobra pose. Pubic bone is down, shoulder blades are dropped. Up and back, downward facing dog. See your beautiful down dog legs working well with technique and clarity. Raise the left leg up into the air. Is the right leg still doing its job? Step through high lunge. Hands on hips to begin. You decide if that lunge goes shorter or longer or even drops a knee. Left hand outside of left thigh. Press thigh into hand, hand into thigh. Thumb guides the thigh bone into the hip socket. Right hand, right bum, a little squeeze so the leg works. Keep that, raise the arms up. Stay or go lower with the hips as you go higher with the arms and chest. Back bend as much as you like. Front foot will wobble, work with it. Manage that weight distribution. Another breath. Hands come down, plank pose. Shift weight forward. Drop your knees, half chaturanga all the way down. Cobra pose to any height. Up and back, downward facing dog. Two or three breaths. So we're being you know, very picky about the details we focus on. We could be on a million things, but let's just be on that ankle crease, the turn of the kneecap, and maybe the feeling of width across the outside of thigh and hip. Bend the knees, exhale, hop or step forward. Halfway up and inhale. Fold. Rise all the way up, inhale. 
Hands come down. Stagger a little bit so you feel like you have your own space. Hands on hips. Look forward and down without tilting your head so you have a focal point for balance. It's not going to be me because I'm not going to demo anything. Hands stay glued on hips. Raise your right knee in towards your chest. Bottom foot will be negotiating now with balance. So sort of work with it. Turn the right thigh out, getting ready for tree pose. Without using your hands, place the foot. I'll see you. Left hand goes to outside of left hip. Tell that hip to squeeze right on back in so it stabilizes. Right hand front of right hip. Tell that hip to face forward rather than out. Keep that, hands in prayer. Stay or raise the arms up. Stay or join the palms. Stay or look up. Everyone has to work with the bottom foot. Hug the left hip in and keep the right hip facing forward. One more breath. Hands come down. Foot is placed down with care. You breathe in and out. Hands on hips. Establish your focal point. It's not me. It's not anybody else. Raise the left knee up. Already, you're going to be working balanced. Be smart with the bottom foot. Work that weight distribution. Roll the top leg out without using your hand. Place the foot. Doesn't matter if it's on the knee. Right hand tells right hip on the outside to squeeze in. Left hand front of left hip tell it to face forward. Keep that hands in prayer. And then all those arm options. You know them. Choose what works for you. Everyone has to manipulate the bottom foot to maintain balance. Keep the right hip in and the left hip facing forward. Take one more breath. Hands down, foot is placed down with care. Come back to the top of your mat if you're not there. Inhale, raise the arms up. Exhale, fold. Halfway up. Walk to plank pose. Shift plank a little forward. Knees up or down, chaturanga or half chaturanga. All the way down or halfway down to up dog or cobra. And then up and back, downward facing dog. Raise the right leg up into the air. Bend the top leg, roll the hip open. What's going on with the left leg? Is it still doing down dog? Can the left thigh get pulled back as if a hand was at the hip crease pulling the left thigh back and in? Step through warrior two. That means your front leg is bent, your back foot is down, your arms reach forward and back. Establish a length and depth that gives you the intensity that meets your needs for today. Temporarily, right hand to outside of right thigh. Press thigh into hand and hand into thigh. So there's a little energy. With your thumb, guide the thigh bone into the hip socket. Keep that left hand, left bum. Squeeze left bum down into left heel. Lift the chest, keep the legs working, and then arms return to their normal position. You look past your front fingertips. Inside of you is a strong vinyasa rhythm of your pace, a sound of breath, a rhythm of breath. One more. The legs don't change. The arms and the torso come down to side angle. Forearm to thigh or hand to brick or hand to floor. Top arm up and over towards the front windows of the room. 
Back heel still has its power. Right thigh presses a bit out, and then you just choose your arm position. Stay with it. One more breath. Top hand to hip. Bottom hand ahead and to the right, maybe on a brick for half moon pose. So you lift the back leg. Feel free to use a brick or whatever you have. Look down with top hand on hip for now. The leg you're standing on bends a tiny amount. The leg in the air comes a little bit out to the left, just a little bit, millimeters. Tuck the right hip under you, re-straighten the bottom leg. Hand on hip slides down the top leg on the side facing the ceiling. Push hand into leg and leg into hand. Wake up that leg. Turn the chest open. Reach the top arm up. Have a breath. Hopefully the pose is more alive and difficult than usual because that's the mission. Top hand comes down. You're temporarily in a standing split. So hips and chest face the floor. Have a breath there. Step back to runner's lunge, hands on the ground. Have a breath there. From there, down dog or chaturanga or child's pose. Whatever will keep you breathing and engaged. And I suggest each time you do chaturanga, you think there are many ways to do chaturanga and there are many backbends I can do on my belly. So I will have variety in my practice and not always do the same damn thing. Because that's, that's what makes a healthy body okay? and keeps you interested. All right, down dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Top leg bends, hip turns open. Is bottom leg still doing down dog, or is it rolled out and lost its focus, lost its clarity? Step through warrior two. You know how long we'll be here and what we're doing, so decide if you want the pose shorter or longer. Temporarily, left hand outside of left thigh. Push thigh into hand, hand into thigh. Thumb goes to hip crease. Guide the thigh into the hip or have that feeling. Right hand, right bum. Squeeze right bum down into right heel. Maintain those things. Lift the chest, reach the arms forward and back. Look past your front fingertips. Within you is a rhythm and a sound and a feeling of breath. Your little internal vinyasa ticking away. One more here. Legs don't change. Come down, side angle, forearm to thigh or hand to brick or hand to floor. Top arm up and over towards the front of the room. And then as you're there, that left thigh is pressing out and scooting into the hip socket, but bend that knee, while right leg is strong. And you just stay with that, finding your length through the pose. Okay. And then top hand to hip. Bottom hand ahead and to the left, probably on a brick of some height so you can really press down. And come up half moon. Once you're up, the leg that you're now standing on bends a little bit. The leg in the air kicks a little bit to the right, millimeters. Tuck the left hip under you and then straighten the leg. Top hand slides down the top leg on the side facing the ceiling. Push the two together so that leg is awake. Turn the chest open. And then if you'd like, reach the top arm up. You should be working hard to energize and stabilize those legs, not just flopping about. 
top hand comes down, you're in standing split for a moment, have a breath. Step back, runner's lunge, hands on the ground, have a breath. And then down dog or chaturanga. There are a variety of chaturanga and back bends or downward facing dog. From downward facing dog, we'll have like a primal moment. Breath in, breathe out through your mouth. You can do better, breathe in, hear yourself. Okay, bend your knees, step or hop forward. Halfway up and inhale, fold. Rise all the way up, mild back bend, feet are working. Hands come down. We're gonna balance again. So if you wanna stagger a little bit or find your ideal little spot or use a wall, it's all fine and permissible. Hands on hips, feet pretty close together. Bend your knees into a small chair, not your deepest, although you can deepen it once we go. Wrap the right leg around the left for Garudasana legs. You can wrap one time with the foot outside the calf or on the floor or two times with the foot behind the calf. Feel in your waistband your hip points. Turn them to face forward rather than the left. Hands come to prayer. Look at your still point. Bottom foot will be wobbling. Work with it. If you want to sit lower, sit lower. If you'd like, left elbow on top of right eagle arm. So the elbows stack, the forearms and hands come together. Legs, even though they're wrapped together, act like they want to fling apart from each other. So there's a width to the outer hip. Arms really want to be close together. And maybe in eagle arms, they want to lift up a little bit. Another breath. Unwrap, stand tall, breathe in and out. Hands on hips, tiny chair pose, breathe in and out. Wrap the left leg once or twice around the right. Eagle legs, you can always have a foot on the floor. Hands on your hip points in your waistband. Turn the hip points to face forward. They like to turn to the right. It's not the end of the world, but let's, let's just try to work that. Hands come to prayer. If you want to sit lower, sit lower. Stay with hands as they are, or right elbow on top, eagle arms. Legs act like they want to get the hell out of the pose. Arms want to be in the pose. And maybe they want to lift up a little bit if they're in those eagle arms. Stay with it. Slowly unwrap, stand on two feet, breathe in and out. Come back to the top of your mat if you're not there. Inhale, raise the arms up. Fold down. Halfway up. Hop or step chaturanga or walk to down dog. If chaturanga, a back bend of some form. And then we meet in downward facing dog. Raise the right leg up into the air. Bend the top leg, roll the hip open. Left thigh is pulling straight on back. Right heel, the lifted leg heel, squeezes toward the bum. So we have some contraction in back body. Take one additional breath. Step through warrior two, just as before. Arms reach forward and back. If you want to increase or decrease the length and depth, go for it. Without getting touchy-feely, you know your back bum can work. You know your front thigh 
can be part of this picture as it works through the glute into the hip socket. Lovely. From here, come down side angle or half bound side angle or fully bound side angle. So top arm behind you for a half bind. Bottom arm grabs that top arm behind you for a full bind or side angle as you did before. Right thigh pulls back and in. And there can even be a little pressure between that bottom arm and that bottom bent leg. If you're in the bind, are you breathing? Is your chest open? Or are you getting a good view of the floor? Take another breath. Unbind, come forward to half moon pose. Have a mini check-in for yourself of bending the standing leg, pulling the hip back. Maybe the top leg goes a little forward just to orient yourself and then re-straighten the leg. So we're stabilizing using muscles with the thigh deep into the hip socket. Then top hand on hip if it's not there. Bend the top leg, heel to butt, but don't grab the foot. Don't grab the foot. It makes it easier. Heel to butt, heel to butt, heel to butt. A little squeeze and contraction. Maintain that. And then if you'd like, grab the foot. You may have to bend both legs to be able to grab the foot. Let go. I mean, grab the other way. Push the foot away if you're holding it. If you're not holding it, just heel to butt and a squeeze. Have another breath. You're in standing split. Listen first. So hands down, you're in standing split. If you're interested in hopping back, the leg you're standing on is the one that hops back into chaturanga. Otherwise, walk to chaturanga or walk to down dog. Lots of sort of manic chaturangas going on at this moment. So to watch that speed, watch that whatever that is that needs to get out, channel it out a little slower. Be in control of it. Don't let it control you. Raise the left leg up into the air. Bend the top leg, roll the hip open. Bottom leg, thigh pulls back and under like a hand's holding it. Top leg, heel to butt with a squeeze. Good. Step through warrior two. Make sure it's the left foot forward, warrior two. So check sides, Matthew. You're in charge of the length and depth, so you monitor your fatigue and energy. You know the front thigh is working, the back bomb is working. You're vertical, you have a sound of breath. Maintain that. And then come down side angle with a half bind or a full bind or no bind at all. Arms aren't our focus, but you can play with it if it interests you. Bent leg thigh pulls back and into the hip socket. Right bum squeezes. Binders, often we cheat the chin forward to feel longer. So draw the chin a little bit in, lengthen the back of the head and neck. There we go. All right, unbind, move into half moon, top hand on hip. Monitor the pulling back and in of the left thigh into the hip socket. Once you have that, straighten the leg with firmness. Bend the top leg, heel to butt. Squeeze the back body. We stretch this up endlessly. Don't grab that foot yet, I see you. Then once that's established, grab the foot. We, we, we stretch it forever and ever. But we don't always contract it. Push the foot away if you're holding it. Good. And then standing split. 
If you're interested in hopping back, the leg you're standing on hops back. The leg in the air stays in the air. Good. From downward facing dog, walk the hands backward toward the feet. Feet about hip distance wide. That's variable. Enough knee bend so you can reach down and grab your big toes between big toe and second toe. Palms face each other. So use your second and third fingers, usually nicest. Straighten the legs until they stop. Bend the elbows to the sides of the room. It's quite nice for thumbs to touch the second and third fingertips so you feel like you have a complete loop. Toes push down, fingers pull up. Toes push down, fingers pull up. One more breath. Release, come up halfway, find length through your mid-back. Fold. Rise all the way up. Hands come down. Okay, last standing balance like this. So if you want to stagger, stagger. Feet start pretty close together, hands on hips. You establish your focal point for balance. Doesn't involve anyone else but you. Raise the right knee in towards your chest. Left hand outside of left hip, telling it to squeeze in. Rotate the right thigh a little bit out, just a little bit. Reach the right hand down, grab the big toe or whatever you can get. Stand tall through the chest. You might have to bend the leg you're standing on a little bit. Make sure the arm's on the inside of the leg rather than the outside. So check in if your arm is on the outside of the leg or the inside. Focal point, straighten the leg until it stops. So just straight on forward, straight on forward. Push foot into hand, hand into foot. Right thigh hugs into hip socket. Another breath. Gather the leg back in. Stand on two feet, breathe in and out. It's extended hand to big toe pose, not I have open hamstrings and I can take a good photograph. You just hold your toe and you stretch your leg while balancing. Hands on hips. Lift the left knee in towards the chest. Right hand outside of right hip. Tell that hip to hug in. Turn the left thigh just a little bit out. That external rotation helps us. Reach the left hand down on the inside of the leg to grab the big toe. If you have to lean forward a lot, try to get more vertical. You might have to bend the leg you're standing on to be more vertical. With your breath and your readiness, straighten that leg forward until it stops. Push foot into hand, pull back hand on foot. Draw left thigh in to hip socket. And then you monitor the right hip squeezing in and bottom foot. Another breath. Gather the leg in, stand on two feet. Register any like supreme disappointment in yourself. <laughs> over such an important thing in life. <laughs> Inhale, the arms go up. Fold down. 
halfway up, walk to downward facing dog. Happily on hands and feet, not balancing for a moment. Step the right foot forward, high lunge, hands on hips. Lean forward with the torso about 45 degrees. So the felt experience is straight line from back heel through hips through top of head. That's your felt experience. And then we review our greatest hits. Look at the front foot. Work with the distribution of weight and how you use your big toe, pinky toe, and heel. Right hand, outer right thigh. Press the two together. Thumb into hip crease. Pull the thigh in. Left hand, left bum. There's a squeeze. We're going to use that when we lift the leg in a moment. You know all that stuff now. Hands to prayer. Press the palms together. Look forward. On exhale, slowly lift up warrior three. Look at a point to help you balance. The leg you're standing on lightly bends. The lifted leg hip turns to face the floor. The leg you're standing on and its hip pull backwards and then straighten the leg. Lift the back leg higher with the butt. If you want a different arm position, do so for the last couple breaths. One more. Step back, high lunge, arms up into the air. No matter what happened, now you're in high lunge and you can make it look pretty. (laughs) Hands down, step back, downward facing dog. Left foot forward, high lunge, hands on hips. Lean forward, 45 degrees. Felt experience, straight line, back heel, top of head. Look at your foot, get the foot working. Left hand, left thigh, get that leg alert and into the hip socket. Right hand, right bum. Know that you can squeeze that when you lift your leg in warrior three. Hands in prayer, push hands together, look at your spot, exhale, up you come. Keep the leg you're standing on bent as you orient the hips to face the floor and draw the outer left thigh back. Then straighten the leg. Use your right bum to lift the right leg higher and then choose an arm position that suits you. Couple breaths. Good. Step back, high lunge. Perfect 10 landing. Last downward facing dog. We're going to do a few back bends. So if you want to send your chest towards the floor in that down dog, now might be an interesting time to do that if it feels good to you. A couple more breaths. Okay. And then come through to lie on your back, knees bent. Have close to you your tennis ball and your bolster. If you don't have one of those things, let me know what it is. Okay. Lie down. Lie down, hands by your side, and that stuff by you. Those of you who don't have a tennis ball, I'm going to give you a different version of it to do. Okay? Push that one. All right. Hands by your side. Roll up into bridge. I'll tell you what else to do. Information gathering. Once you're in bridge, you can put your arms wherever you want them to be. 
experiment with the width of your feet. I've been telling this people, people this like all week and no one moves their feet. Move your feet. You can move your feet. Find where the ideal position is for you to bear weight, to lift your hips up, to have a happy back. They don't have to be one thing or another. Everyone has different bones and joints and bodies. Are you in charge of the arches of your feet or are they in charge of you? Are you locked in rolling in or out? If so, move your feet until you can manipulate the arches of your feet. All right? And then once you have that, roll back down. So now you sort of know where feet can be. Same thing. Bridge. Exhale. Roll up. Bridge. Arms in any position. Feet where you are happy with the power in your legs and support and feeling in lower back. Dig in a little bit into your heels. Like the heels want to move in the direction of your bum. If that's too much on lower back, do less of it or combine it with more inner thigh squeeze. But legs should be working in this pose. One more breath. And then slowly come down. So we do that for the technique, but also just so we have a focal point. Let's just feel our body. It's wonder, it working, doing what it's meant to do. Same thing, or that specificity and clarity in wheel slash upward bow. Hands by your side, bridge. Hands by your head, upward facing bow. On exhale, on your schedule, come up, bridge or upward bow. If anyone wants my ankles, give me a wave. I will help you out. Everyone uses the power of their legs to support the shape. Dig in a bit to the heel. Squeeze a little bit through inner thigh. One more breath. And then slowly roll down. Few more breaths, then we're gonna do one last one because we did 10,000 forward folds. So we gotta do some of this. If you're fatigued, just do another bridge, do a light bridge, just a chest opening. If you're not fatigued, do what suits you. Last one, bridge or upward bow. Hold my ankles. Use your heels, use your back, and you come down when you're fatigued. When you've had enough, come on down. And we'll meet with feet as wide as the mat, knees together. Breathe and feel your body. We did a lot. We did a lot of very specific things and a lot of really broad things. So just feel the experience of being in your body, which is you. After having those focal points, after having that technique. From here, come back up into a bridge pose, but slide your bolster underneath the flat part of your lower back so it's running wide. 
you don't have a bolster or bricks, any, anything that will give you a little lift, make sure it's running wide so it's just underneath the back of your hips. You're not trying to create a huge back bend and lower back. I just want you to feel supported. So you're not hanging off of it. That's another pose. Reach the arms up towards the ceiling like you're like bottom of the ocean and arms now just sort of float about in the deep sea currents. Wrists can move a little bit. Elbows can move. Fingers can soften. You know, I mean, you can go with it as much as you want. And then eventually let arms drift down so they feel soft. They can rest anywhere, maybe off the bolster so they can really fall. Legs can stay put or both legs can reach toward the ceiling. If that's really effortful, maybe just one leg at a time. And then you can have that same sort of gentle, deep sea, little wobble and movement. But keep it sort of peaceful so you're bringing yourself down into rest, down, regulating. A couple more breaths. Maybe coming into stillness with the legs. Good. And then when you've had enough, bend the legs, place the feet on the floor. And for a few breaths before we move on, breathe into belly slowly hopefully releasing unconscious tension. But we all hold in there pretty regularly. So as best as you can, let go of holding at belly. And then use the breath slowly to work the rest little by little. Couple more. And then from here, lift slowly off of the bolster, move it out of your way, grab your tennis ball. I think if you keep this tightly bound, you can get it in, okay? Right ankle to left thigh. So knees are bent, feet are on the floor, right ankle to left thigh. Tennis ball or whatever you got underneath right bum cheek. If it's too much pressure, blanket goes on top of the tennis ball. Is that doing anything? Breathe into the point of contact. Sort of know that it's there. Breathe into it. And then slowly start moving around center of bum. And this is where I get to sound like ridiculous. Let your bum tell you where to go. (laughs) Rather than you deciding, oh, I need to get the glute, I need to get the piriformis, I need to get the glute. No. Let your butt tell you. So the body tells us. And explore. And if you sort of meet really cranky places, don't be mean to it. Take your time. Breathe at that spot. You can work a little higher up if that's interesting. You can even roll to the outside of the hip and side of your body, right side of your body, if that's interesting. But you sure to go where is good. 
Right? And just do that. A few more breaths. This is my kindness to you after making you squeeze and contract a lot. Shouldn't we just stretch in yoga endlessly? No, we gotta, we gotta do a variety of things. Okay. Once you've sorted that out, come back to center, remove the ball in between sides, just bring your feet together and knees wide. Maybe hands on inner thigh or belly and have a couple breaths, just sort of see what's cooking. And then we'll do the same thing on the other side. Bum, or left ankle to right thigh. Left bum cheek receives the ball. Left bum cheek tells the ball where to go. If it's too much pressure, a little bit of blanket on top of the ball. Slowly explore, keeping your awareness on that point of contact between the ball and that whole world of glute and power and strength in that leg. You can go a little higher, you can go a little bit to the outside. And when you feel like you have had enough you finish and you return to that Supta Baddha Konasana shape like we were in before. If you don't feel done, you just keep at it. We have a little bit of time. Okay. And then we all meet, feet together, knees wide. Listen first. If for any reason you need to leave early because it's your work day or whatnot, you do so in a moment so we don't disrupt our Shavasana. I'm going to give you a propping idea for Shavasana, but you can do whatever is restful for you, lying down with or without props or sitting for meditation. Here's the propping idea. Listen first before you move. Blanket behind head bolster behind knees, sort of standard, slightly different than usual, brick in between your thighs to space your thighs hip distance wide. So the legs just sort of stay in place, hip distance wide and neutral. Strap on outside of thighs to do the same thing, using the buckle or a knot, tie tight enough that your legs don't move when your legs flop out to the side. I'll repeat all of that. Okay, so start setting up. If you need to leave, do so quietly now. Set up anything you want to that's restful for you or bolster behind knees, blanket behind head. Wood brick between thighs, blank, uh, strap outside of thigh using buckle or knot to be tight enough that if you flop your legs out to the side, they don't move. But not so tight, the strap starts annoying you. If anyone wants my guidance or help, I will help you. The brick will be placed so that once it's squeezed between your thighs, your legs feel hip distance wide. 
So probably narrowest or second narrowest. Strap tight enough that if you try to flop your legs out to the side, they don't move. Yeah, maybe a tiny bit tighter with the strap, just a little bit. Let's see how that feels. And then if you're uncomfortable, you can abandon the props or ask for my help. Close your eyes or look at the ceiling or use an eye bag. Feel the points of contact between you and the floor and ask yourself if they feel symmetrical. If not, move a little bit until you feel symmetrical. See if you can straighten your legs and bolster supports back. Better? Breath, you don't have to do anything consciously with. Simply observe its quality and movement. And by observing it, it'll slow down. There's going to be noise from outside and inside. Be patient and stay committed to our practice of rest. We'll stay together a little bit of time.
in your own time, walk your feet in. And you can just remove the brick if it's there. And roll to your side. Don't worry about the strap, it'll be fine. From your side, on your own schedule, you can come up to sit with eyes closed or looking down. Hands on your body, anywhere that allows you to feel your warmth, your breath, your movement, all that is you. Remind yourself why you practice. And give yourself any kindness or reminder you need to keep going with that. In a moment when we breathe together, we do so to share our kindness and compassion with each other and whoever needs it. Big breath in. Big release out. Close your practice by bowing or touching the ground or doing whatever is meaningful for you. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for coming. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and leave reviews wherever you listen. That's it. See you soon. Thank you.